Hey there, I'm Eric J. Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. Hey, everybody. I am Eric J. Olson for another live recording of the Managing Partners Podcast. So on this podcast, we interview America's top lawyers to find out how they are growing their firms and what specifically they are doing to fill their case pipeline. So today I have two guests, Dustin and Sydney Bolger. How you doing? Hey, good doing to be well. here. Thanks for having us. Well, thanks for having us as well. So I, I was just informed that there's a little bit of power washing happening outside of your office. I can't hear it. Hopefully the audience can't, but I just want to let everybody know. Cool. All right. So the Bolger firm is committed to our clients facing divorce, child custody, child support, and personal injury cases. That's excellent. Can you tell us a little bit more about each of you and, and your firms and how long you've been around, how big you are, things like that? Sure. So we are entering our sixth year of practice. We're so glad that we've been able to really establish a good, strong client base and presence here in Jacksonville, as well as the St. John's County and Clay County areas. And we both practice family law. Um, Dustin came from a very large firm here in town. I also came from a firm. We were both courtroom heavy litigators, and we decided that we wanted to share our strengths and really focus on client connection and building relationships. We felt like in those larger firm environments, it was difficult to give clients the personal attention we felt like they needed. So it was a good opportunity for us to do that. Yeah. You know, uh, certainly with the bigger firms, there's a, yeah, there can be more firepower, but, uh, but communication is always an issue. Like even for us here at Array Digital, like as we've grown, I found that it's, it gets more difficult uh, to make sure they have optimal communications and, uh, and we have to dedicate people to actually communicating and so uh, it, it's one of those things that's easy to to miss, but as, as a smaller firm, it just it just seems more natural. How many people are in your firm? Right now, we have three people, uh, two attorneys and one assistant. So me and Sydney handle literally everything as far as the the law portion of it goes, other than picking up the phone or maybe first point of contact. We handle what normally would be handled by the paralegals. We do our own scheduling and then all of the, the drafting and the litigation as well. There you go. Awesome. That's cool. So yeah, what are some different ways? On. There you go. Hands on. But you know what? There's always a positive to that, right? Which is they're dealing with you directly. Your clients are dealing with you directly. Like you, you probably know everything there is to know about that case. Whereas again, if you're going to a bigger law firm, you have to communicate even internally and things get dropped. So that's not the case with you guys. We find that the attention to detail really does contribute to client success. I mean, there were circumstances wherein we were at other firms and we would meet a client the day of trial because that's just how those firms were structured. And it just, that wasn't the right path for us to, when we're doing a family law case or a personal injury case, something that's so near and dear to a client, we felt like you need to have a relationship. You need to have a personal investment with that client to get them the best result. It's especially in your practice areas, it's personal. It really um, is. Very much. Yeah, very personal. Uh, we have a comment here from Kevin Daisy. He is the co-founder of Array Digital and also the co-host of this podcast. Thank you both for sharing your story on our show Kevin. today. Glad to be Thanks, here. Kevin, for chiming in. So uh, you've been in business for six years. Uh, how do you go about getting new clients? 
We've been lucky enough to where I would say at least half, probably more, is word of mouth. We do at least most of our cases through client referrals or uh, unfortunately sometimes with family law through family members or somebody else who's having a family law problem. We go through most of the normal social media as well. We have you know, Google, we do uh, Instagram, Facebook, but more than, more than anything else, it's been word of mouth with our firm so far. And we've, we've been pretty successful with that being a, a pretty steady flow as far as new clients go. That's great. Uh, and we hear that a lot from a lot of the guests that are on this podcast is uh, word of mouth referrals, very strong source of leads, right? It comes with high yeah. trust when someone refers you to a lawyer or any other kind of professional. Um, you're very likely going to take them up on that referral. So that's great. Uh, when and especially with it being a, a small firm, you know, things like advertising budgets come into play and stuff too, to where, you know, we, we've had some, some other uh, podcasts or things that we've done in the past, but uh, yeah, so we, we, yeah, it's tough to get on TV when you're a two person firm and things like that as well, at least for us at the six year mark. So, okay. So you mentioned social media, you mentioned Google. When it comes to Google, are you running any ads or are you uh, doing the organic search results? Mostly organic search results. Um, we do find ourselves based on you know positive Google reviews and an overall good social media presence that we're sort of bumping up even above some of the larger firms yeah. for um, those organic results. But we do spend a little bit of our budget on Google ads just if we feel like there's a certain message that we want to get out. We you know specifically will tailor that and then use a Google ad to spread the word. That's good. Uh, so I'm, I'm on your website and I see that you have your social media icons at the very bottom, which is good. We always recommend that versus the top. You want to keep people on your website as much as possible. And I clicked over to your Facebook and you just posted two hours ago. So I did. <laughs> good for you. How to handle custody exchange days smoothly. No, so that's that's a hot button topic. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can imagine. Yeah. Wow. But if, if you uh, can see the post, what I put was that it's so important for show that example for the child that how you treat the other parent, it it's it really is it's a teachable moment for your child because your child is going to have people that they interact with throughout their lives that they may not like, but showing them when even if it's a person, your ex that you have a conflict with, that you can still act maturely, you can still extend courtesy and respect. That's something your child will internalize and take with them forever. So I, you know, if there's anything someone takes from this podcast, it's think about that. Think of the example that you're setting for your child when you're interacting with your former spouse or your child's other parent. Yeah, I would imagine uh, certainly with an ex and a child involved, there's probably still anger. I haven't been in that situation, but I would imagine there's anger. And uh, you, you could say something in front of your kid about your ex that you they probably shouldn't hear, right? Right. Yeah. For sure. You got to be careful about that. So, uh, good, great takeaway. Um, yeah, and and the articles linked to here. This is great. So, well done. Very nice. So, in between when when you get a referral or or someone reaches out to you for a particular case, and and when you actually start working with them as a client, there's this period of time where you need to keep track of them. You need to maybe like nurture them, reach out to them, send them articles like this. Uh, do you have a process in place or tools that you use to do that? Hey there, this is Eric J. Olson, the CEO of Array Law. If you're ready to work with a world-class digital marketing company, reach out. You can find us online at ArrayLaw.com or call us at any time, 
757-333-3021. Most of what we do in that, you know, are you talking between retaining and when we start a case or from possibly a consultation to the retaining? Like a consultation. Someone reaches out to you, let's say they call you or they submit the contact us form or it's a referral. There's probably usually a period of time, uh, a couple of days, a couple of weeks, you know, before they're like ready to, to do something. Sure. That, well, that a lot of the time, depending on the case that we send us or that they t- they speak with us about, a uh, few things. We'll send them, kind of explain the process. A lot of these people, hopefully, is the first time they're having to go through this. Um, so kind of let them know what the steps of a case are, even just the general state s- steps of a lawsuit, what to do when you receive a summons or how a case is started if they're the one initializing it. A lot of the times, too, we do point them to articles that we've posted or possibly the applicable Florida statute to say, okay, if you're having a paternity case, look, take a look at this. This is how it might be different from a divorce case or if they're coming to us for a modification case, if somebody wants to change their child support or something like that, this is the statute that that's going to fall under. A lot of it too is we definitely try and keep an open line of communication. Uh, It's not one consult and then you're done. If you have other questions, shoot us an email. We'll make sure they have our email address. We're always open to to second, third, fourth consults. If, uh, If people just have questions, we know that a lot of the time people are going to get off the phone with us. They're going to talk to their friends. They're going to talk to their mom. They're going to hang up with us and an hour later say, oh, I wish I would have asked this question. It totally slipped my mind. So a lot of it for us is letting them know it's open communication. It's not something to where we're going to have our consultation one time and then you can either pay us or we're not going to speak to you anymore. It's something to where we're definitely open. We definitely want to answer all the questions we can before you get started. One of the biggest things we found out is setting expectations right off the bat is a big thing with especially family law clients you know a lot of people come and say right off the bat you know i want full custody of my child just because at that point you and the other parent are getting along but a lot of times that's not the case and that's not what the court wants the court wants you to get along and to as much as you can both be involved in the child's life so it's really for us just having as many um, conversations as we can answering as many questions but also kind of letting them know, here's the the normal steps that happen. Obviously, something can always come up that you're not expecting. But if a case is relatively normal, kind of here's how things will go. And here's kind of the controlling case law, at least in the places we practice. And to tap onto that, for our personal injury clients, a lot of it is making sure that they're connected to a good doctor. First and foremost, like Dustin was saying, you know, keeping that client communication open and making sure that if there are any immediate needs that they're met, you know, making sure... Are you treating? Are you happy with your doctor? You know, we have a great network of providers that we work with. So we can say, if you're not comfortable with your current physician, you know, here are some others that you might consider. And just making sure that we're not just taking care of their legal needs, but if there are practical needs that we can help them meet, because sometimes it's just a matter of linking somebody up with the right provider or the right resource to help them with that as well. We really do try to wrap around our problem solving as much as we can for our clients. And I'm sure that it shows as well, especially during that nurturing period when you're connecting them with, you know, doctors and giving them advice and uh, setting the expectations, like you were saying, Dustin, which I think is a big one, right? That I think that happens with a lot of business owners, and I'm sure it's no different for managing partners where people come in, like you said, they they want this thing done, and you're like, well, like we can pursue that if you want, sure. but <laughs> our recommendation is different. In the end, it's, it's your call, but, and so to give them that advice, you know, and, and then 
I, I would imagine that helps a lot once you set those expectations. It helps for the, the remainder of the relationship. It does. It definitely does. Uh, one of the things we've heard, fortunately, we haven't run into it too much, is when we get clients that have had a different attorney or that have even spoken to different attorneys, we've heard a lot of unreasonable advice, people saying that this other attorney promised me every single thing I'm asking for. And us saying, well, like you pointed out, we can ask for that and we can make a case for it. But that might not be reasonable based on your specific details of your case. We had the same situation here at a, at a radio digital when clients come in and they demand something specific. And we're, hey, you're, you're the client if, if that's what you really want, but we have a different recommendation. And usually they, they'll listen, right? So, that's well, cool. So, uh, six years in business. What do you see as far as your growth in the next few years? Like, let's say two to five years from now. Two to five years from now, we plan to significantly increase our injury practice. You know, we've been taking on some smaller cases, really making sure that we're able to fully get the clients the results they want at that level. And we plan to increase perhaps spreading into different areas of injury practice beyond our slip and falls and our motor vehicle accidents. We want to make sure that if we have clients who are approaching us with further injury needs, that we are meeting all of the needs. We hate having to be able to tell somebody, you know, that's not our area of practice. So increasing our education, increasing our experience to make sure that if somebody needs something, we can cover it for them. And then just continuing to do what we've been doing, what we've been successful at, meeting client needs, serving client expectations, and getting people the best out of the worst of times. Because really, when you're talking about family law or injury law, those are probably some of the worst circumstances that somebody is going to be in in their life. And we want to try to get the best for them out of that. Yeah. Curious, because you have personal injury and you also have, you know, the, the family law. Do you find that referrals, you, you would have mentioned that before, one practice area gets more prospects, prospective clients from referrals than the other? Mm -hmm. I, I would think that family law probably gets the majority yes. of, of your cases come from referrals, whereas personal injury is more like people actively searching. Yeah, I'd probably agree yeah. with that, at least as far as, personal referrals from past yeah. clients or even other, even other attorneys. Yeah. Family law. Definitely. We would get more, more referrals through that. And our family law practice is comprehensive. There is no area of family law that we don't practice. We do adoptions, dependency, and then of course the more traditional paternity divorces, things like that, because we find that a lot of our referrals come from other family law practices who will say they may, they might do divorces, they'll do paternity, but when they, start branching out into things like adoption, dependency, temporary custody by extended relative that they may not be experienced in those areas. So they refer those to us. It's still family law, but it's outside of the normal practice. Yeah, that's great. And I was just having a conversation with a managing partner yesterday about cooperating with your competition. Right. And not that you want to be in cahoots with them, but you need to know what your competition does because there's a lot of times, like you said, where you may not be able to handle someone's case and it's good for you to be able to refer them to even a competitor that can do a good job for them. Right. But if you don't cooperate, if you don't know who your competitors are, what they do, their strengths and weaknesses, you can't make a good refer referral and they can't refer people to you. No. Absolutely. And we have, we have that kind of relationship with a few attorneys here or even attorneys that just their office isn't located in our area. They don't practice in the Duval County, Clay, Nassau kind of areas to where they'll get a referral from a family member or client that they have that they'll refer out to us just because they don't come out this far to this part of Florida or something like that. As a digital marketing agency that works with law firms, we're always interested to know what different law firms are doing. That's one working very well in their marketing and two 
just the opposite. Something that hasn't worked all that well that maybe you've cut. When we first started our firm, we had a couple of uh, print advertising companies we worked with, and we did see some return on that investment, but overall the audience I think was just small. And so we weren't reaching as broad a client base as we hoped to. And to go with the other way, I think our blog posts have definitely helped uh, as well. Just giving somebody some you know, free information right off the bat, even if yeah. they haven't contacted us, getting, you know, kind of your voice out there and giving somebody advice that they can use, especially if they use it and it works, they're going to say, okay, I went to, you know, the Bulger firm. And even if they didn't speak with anybody, they're going to think, okay, I got good advice right off the bat from these guys. That's right. No, I think that's great. I, I love blogs. I love content. Google loves blogs and Google <laughs> loves content. You know, when people are searching for something, if there's a blog post that matches that perfectly, you're going to come up. Now, I think that's great. Also, the, the comment about print, uh, personally had that from years ago as well, where uh, my wife ran a bakery and I ran an ad in the local newspaper, the entire region, like 1.7 million people. And right. I was like, we're going to get slammed. Not a single call, not a single oh, reference no. to that ad. And uh, that that was an early lesson that like, just because there's wide circulation doesn't mean that there's people that are paying attention to it. And uh, yeah, Prince had a, they've had a tough decade or two. That's for sure. So. I can imagine. Yeah. Don't, don't see it getting a whole lot better. either. Probably not. Probably not now. Well, I appreciate it. That, that was really good information. If someone wants to get in touch with you, if they have a, a question or maybe they have a case that they could refer to you, what is a good way for them to get in touch with you? Best way would be to contact us directly, uh, either through the bulgerfirm.com. That's T H E B U L G E R F I R M.com. Or you can always call our office uh, at 904 608 3694. And if somebody's not available to talk to you at that moment, we can at least set up a time in the next day or two that somebody can uh, reach out to you there and see if we can help. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. All right, everybody. If you would like to watch or listen to more episodes just like this, where we interview America's top managing partners, you could check out our backlog of episodes. We're up to about 120 or so at ArrayLaw.com slash podcast. And if you are looking to increase and improve the digital marketing for your law firm, check out ArrayLaw.com. That's my company's website for Array Digital. We provide websites, online advertising, search engine optimization, and social media. Thanks again. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks so much for Thank having you. us.